Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ben Sherrington will at least concede that he'd like to add another starting pitcher. What he won't concede is what's most obvious. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Charrington and Derek Shelton both appeared at an event that Major League Baseball arranges now. It's a fairly recent development. Each spring in Tampa, Florida. This is for the Grapefruit League teams, obviously. The Cactus League does its own thing out there in Arizona. They have the executives and the managers all in one spot. Uh, It's wonderful for media purposes. If you're working on content related to general baseball stuff, you can just bounce around from GM to GM, manager to manager. It's great. A whole bunch of topics, as you'd imagine, came up in the Charrington session. One of them, naturally, was, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, like, do you understand that you need at least five starting pitchers to start a season? So Charrington addressed it this way. Audio quality that I have isn't that great, so I'm actually just going to read this to you myself. Charrington said, every offseason is different. We engage on a lot of players, both in free agency and trade. It's hard to predict which ones you're going to line up with where the price makes sense. We chased down a lot this winter that ultimately didn't feel like it made sense. There were also times when player X or player Y really prefers a certain spot. That's going to happen too sometimes. We want to be opportunistic inside that and look for, with our resources, how do we build the best team? How do we add the most wins to the team that we can? We don't want to be locked in on a certain position because you just narrow 
the field of opportunity if you do that. Okay. Okay. Now, how many different references did you pick on? Pretend like this is a Dora the Explorer search for, I don't know, hidden treasure. And you're going through this entire quote, seeking out references to being cheap. He starts off with, we engage on a lot of players, both in free agency and trade. It's hard to predict which ones you're going to line up with where the price makes sense. Okay, so it was about money. We chased down a lot this winter that ultimately didn't feel like it made sense. Okay, well, he set that context in the previous sentence. Making sense means it's about money. We want to be opportunistic inside that and look for, offset this phrase, with our resources and offset how we build the best team. You know, they are exactly what they are. I'd love to change this conversation, but I can't. Only they can. The general manager of the Pittsburgh Baseball Club entering its 143rd year as a franchise. The institution of Roberto Clemente, Willie Stargell, Ralph Kiner, Hannes Wagner. They can have this individual stand in front of everybody and say, this is about money. This is about money. We're short a starting pitcher, which he did acknowledge. Not in this quote, but at a different point in the press conference. They're short a starting pitcher. They need to add a starting pitcher. They haven't done so because of money. And if you look at the money that's available to them, well, only they know that. But if you look at the money that's available to other teams in similar markets, similar revenue streams, even similar spots in the standings, just really no daylight between them and, say, the Cincinnati Reds. There's not much daylight in one direction or the other, depending on how you view it, between them and the Milwaukee Brewers, who are based in a market that is two-thirds the size of Pittsburgh. There's virtually no daylight between them and the Kansas City Royals, who've just gone on a spending spree, although I've acknowledged and emphasized, really, that the Royals just might end up being some kind of fluky exception because they're trying to get funding, public funding, for a new stadium in downtown KC. Still, it's there, and it's being spent. And this GM of this team, in this most venerable and historic of baseball markets, not just for the Pirates, but for the Pittsburgh Crawfords and the Homestead Grays and so, so, so much of baseball history, is being operated in a way where the GM can comfortably stand in front of reporters and acknowledge 
that they're being cheap. When I say being cheap, by the way, I feel like I need to put that into a little bit of a framework. Because what this is about isn't about taking the money and pocketing it and running off with it. I actually have gotten enough intel over the years to believe that that's not the case. That's not what's happening here. The money has been used for purposes that are not specific to Major League Baseball's revenue sharing agreement, such as Bob Nutting buying out all of the various minority partners that he has over the years. Not all of them have given in, but a lot of them did. Most of them did. That money really wasn't supposed to be used for that purpose. The issue here is legitimately just being cheap. They never invest in advance. I've told listeners of this program many times that the three most profitable years of the nutting tenure in owning the Pirates, the three most profitable years, meaning that word exactly, profitable, were the three years that they made the playoffs. But he can't bring himself to put money into something beforehand. He just doesn't have that sense of, what do they call that? Is it risk aversion or something like that? I'm not a finance guy. Maybe somebody can help me out with that if you reach out to me. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. An eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's J1Q comes from Dan, who says, Hey, DK, first, a thank you. The daily shots have become a fixture to my morning routine. I love hearing that stuff. That's really cool. Thanks, Dan. Dan asks, What are the pirates doing now? I like that. We should just end the question right there. What are the pirates doing now? And once Andy Rodriguez went down, all we heard about was that Henry Davis was going to get his 
opportunity to catch with a big league club. Now the vibes are that he's going to start out in AAA. So is he that bad? And were the Pirates that much in the business of hope? Or are these just not serious people? I probably already know your answer, but I thought I'd throw it out there. Anyway, I, you know what's funny? I'm going to admit feeling a little bit stupid about the Davis thing. Because as many times as we've talked about Davis on this program, the one concept that hadn't occurred to me at all was that he'd go back to the minors. And on this show, I expressed my own confusion at having this season apparently set up so that Davis would start and that Jason DeLay would be the backup. And whenever I did, I would say that I was more worried about DeLay than about Davis. So the whole thing didn't make sense. And it's really because I was kind of just not thinking it through. I don't want to advocate in favor of Davis being in the minors. But I also don't want to throw away a possibility that a 1-1 pick could be your everyday catcher. So as much as I'd like to think that the 2024 season matters, that the 2024 season will be one in which there's, you know, not just being competitive, but contending and all that other stuff, I don't. I can't. I don't think it's even something that should be crossing anybody's mind right now with the state of this rotation that we're looking at at this moment. So, yeah, I could swing back to saying, all right, Henry goes to the minors. Henry works for, a, you know, a couple months, three months, whatever it is at that level to perfect his catching or even to improve his catching. Ideally does so with a specified and dedicated catching instructor, the way a really good developmental organization would handle it. And then from there, you know, hope that he handles some things that maybe he struggled with from the hitting sense in the majors. He's already shown up in Bradenton with a new look to his swing. He's getting down uh, and getting down a little bit beneath the ball, it, it, it's not super striking in its difference, but it would make, uh, I, I think, his line drive ability more meaningful if he can get the ball up and over the infielder's heads. Very, very similar to some of the challenges that Brian Hayes has faced and seemingly conquered in 2023. So I'm going to sound like... A little hypocritical here, I'm not going to lie, in saying that I don't have a problem with Davis going down. But what changed for me isn't my stance on Davis. It's the stance on what this team is going to be in 2024. And my expectations are not high enough that I would want to force the 1-1 onto the roster. I appreciate the question. A really good one. I appreciate everybody who listens to Daily Shot of Pirates. And we'll be back with another one of these on Monday. 